0: Hello and welcome to the Sunday Serotonin Podcast with Destin Joss, where we hope to give you your daily dose of serotonin as you head into the week.
1: On this podcast, we chat about all things travel, mental health, spirituality, fitness, and lifestyle, and nothing is taboo or off the table. We want this to be a safe space to chat and offer different perspectives without fear of judgment and with respect of differing opinions. If you're new around here, thank you so much for tuning in. And if you're back for more of our shenanigans, thank you so much for joining us once again.
0: Hello and welcome back to the Sunday Serotonin Podcast. We are your co-hosts, I'm Des.
1: And I'm Joss, and today we've got an episode that might really hit you in the feels. Sorry, not sorry. What can we say? But first, let's do a quick, you know, weekly recap, talk about our serotonin boost. Joss, do you want to go first? Yeah. Okay. So this week, this week was the first week I started a new schedule at work, which was really nice because mm-hmm. it gave me a little bit of extra. I Actually, it didn't give me extra time. I mean, it did give me extra time, but I, I just had to like catch up on a lot of the things that I hadn't been able to get to. So it was just as busy, if not busy-er. Um, but mentally and emotionally, I feel a lot better about it. Um, and serotonin boost, let's see. Um, I... <laughs> I got swindled into doing an actual CrossFit class. (laughs) So uh, that was good. Um, The workout was absolutely terrible. And I, yeah, that's all I'm going to say about that. It was really bad, but I did really well. So it was good. Something new. We love that. Something new. Yeah. What about you? Um, Yeah. I'd
0: say the week has been a little all over. Not gonna lie, um, lots of emotions. Um, mm. I finished six months with my holistic health coach, so she like wrote me a letter,
1: and Aww. I was
0: very close to tears. And I've already celebrated, you know, like thirty days at my new job, so that's cool.
1: <gasps> Congratulations!
0: Thank you. Yes, and then ended up going to a wedding when my friends got married, and it was a beautiful wedding. And the ceremony was, like, in Iowa, which, like, doesn't Mm -hmm. seem, like, super, like, cool. But the venue was, like, you felt like you were in Italy. So it was just such a beautiful vibe. Yeah, those pictures were gorgeous. I was, like, where are we going? And I had no idea. I was just, like, I don't know know where we're going. But it was, like, super close to, like, Omaha and everything, too. So cool. Yeah.
1: Um, Also, your dress was beautiful.
0: Oh, thank you. Yeah, I posted the photos in black (laughs) and white because I was just, like... I don't know like the vibes you could just feel from the photos you didn't need all the color sorry guys if you mm-hmm. follow me on instagram no <laughs> i my, my dress was green so oh, i, mean, I actually thought sense. it was
1: black because i'm stupid and didn't think about the fact that they were in black and white um, anyway, hey, my dress it's for the okay. wedding that I went to was also green, but I made the mistake. This is really embarrassing slash it's not my fault, whatever um their wedding colors were green, and I was wearing a green dress, and I felt very awkward. I was like, nobody <clears throat> there was no dress yep. code, and of course, I choose. I was like debating between orange and green, and of course, I chose the green one, and that's that's my bad, so I love you guys your um your bridal party looked beautiful. I'm really sorry that I looked like I was in it. <laughs> it's
0: okay I mean this is why I literally ask like if I'm going to somebody's wedding and I know somebody else that is going to be there or it's literally the bride if I'm close enough with the bride I'm going to be like yeah like what are your colors so I don't dress in the colors of the bridesmaids I just I I can't do it I feel weird um or they'll at least give me like a palette and I'm like okay Mm -hmm. I can I can work with that so
1: yeah we tried to find Cause I knew some of the other people that were going and we tried to figure out like what the dress code was and it just, we couldn't, you know, we couldn't find out. So, um, yeah. I took a bad guess, <laughs> but <laughs> the material was way different than what they were wearing. So, and it was like a little bit darker. Oh, well, there you so, go. And I wasn't the only one that was also wearing green outside of the bridal party. So I don't feel quite as bad. <laughs> there you go. I did have like the same, like kind
0: of, um, shape up top as the bride which i was like oh yeah i had like a coat on so at least i couldn't like you know
1: it's just um. so hard to dress for them because like i feel yeah. like all of the weddings now a lot of people do like they'll either do the same color for their bridal party and then whatever style you want or they'll do like three different colors and then matching style or whatever style so it's like hard to know hard to make sure that you're gonna be different Enough? Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm.
0: I yeah. Well, you know me. I'm I would literally have like a a dress code with like a color code sent out when yes. I get married. Because I don't want anyone to feel like, oh my god, I don't know what to wear. Like I want you to feel comfortable and know what yes. colors you're allowed to wear. Like if you yeah. if I tell you and then you do show up in the colors that I told you not to wear. Yeah. Then Will you get turned away? Very possibly. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, if I give you all of the things. Anyway, we won't get into that. <laughs> that would be a tangent, and we don't need to go there. Um, but I would say some of my serotonin boosts would be because I—it's ha- been an emotional roller coaster over the last few days. Um, would be I was able to paint for like two hours. Like Ooh. Daniel just was like do what you need to do. He gave me yeah. space that I needed. Um I ended up having a family member pass away. So that's why I'm like I was very mm-hmm. emotional. Um Sorry.
1: It's okay.
0: It's not um, okay. Anyways. I know I keep saying it's okay, but it's not okay. Like it it does hurt and it's really <clears throat> sad. And I literally saw this family member like 3 weeks ago, so it's just like really hard to be like, "Oh my gosh, that was the last time I saw yeah. them." Mm-hmm. Um But they passed away peacefully and everything like that. So, um, mm-hmm. but then another serotonin boost would be like, I, I was yelling at the Google. Um, I was like, <laughs> play happy hits. Like I was trying to like, oh, change gosh. My mood. <laughs> yeah, and it would be like, oh, here's like happy hits, but it was not like the vibe that I wanted. And Danny was mm-hmm. like, I know what to say. And he was like, Hey Google. Okay. Oh God. My Google's listening. Uh-oh. Okay. Hold on. Pause. <laughs> anyway, um, I feel like he said, "Play um, Christmas hits," and Aww. that was exactly what I needed. So we were just listening to Christmas music while I was painting. and Love It was it. so beautiful.
1: And Aww. yeah, um, I'm glad you got to do that.
0: Yeah, that was that was a boost for sure. And then for our listeners which we have a little Instagram that goes out every week um, on stories where you can fill out what your serotonin boost is, and then we'll share it on the podcast. And so this week's was seeing old friends, which is so perfect and leads right into the topic of friends and like friendship, but
1: we're going to dive into like,
0: you know, the friendship breakups. So
1: yes it's a little bit it's a tender subject it can be you know it can be really hard and it can be really sweet and it can be like a mixture of all the things but i feel like we might have already said this but follows a really good visual reminder that there is beauty in change and letting things go um i have been hearing from a lot of people lately A lot of feedback on going through changes in their friend groups or feeling like they lost a friend or they needed to end a friendship, just different things like that. And the more and more we go or more and more as we go through our lives, our goals and circumstances and priorities and interests all change. Um, And it's normal to have your social circles, friendship groups, acquaintances, all of those things. It's normal for those to change during your different phases of life. And even though it's normal, that doesn't mean that it's not painful, but, you know, there are just various reasons that, um, like your friend groups can change or you need to end a friendship. Like sometimes people hide their true colors and, um, the friendship breakups can be like getting out of a more toxic situation. And sometimes it's just more situational, so either way, it's painful. It requires a grieving period and a lot of healing. So if you are going through one of these things, you're not alone and it's normal. And it doesn't necessarily mean that there's anything wrong with you or anything wrong with them. It's just that you guys are at different points in your life. Yes. <clears throat> yeah. And
0: I've had quite a few friendship breakups and like situational acquaintance, connection breakups that feel like breakups. Um mm-hmm. And healing
1: takes... Oh, <clears throat> you okay? <laughs> yeah, sorry. I'm just like slightly. I I still, if you guys listened to last week's episode, all my windows are open. My windows have literally been open this entire season, but like allergies are a major thing for me. So I'm just like poisoning myself, but it's fine. <laughs> no worries. Take, take some medicine. Have some healing. <laughs> Mean I'm just
0: like, oh, you're fine. It's like all good. Like that's yeah, like pick like up- literally not a what. Okay. I need yeah.
1: Mm-hmm. <laughs> I need to pick up some Zyrtec. <laughs> and I'll need a new
0: Kleenex box. But um, anyway, yeah. people can we can sort of go fund me for the things that we need when we're actually not well.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh my god. We'll have an Amazon storefront. <clears throat> Phoenixes will be on there.
1: Um for sure (laughs) you know (laughs) like the amazon dupe for like puffs plus (laughs) (laughs) yes
0: Uh, anyway as i was saying (laughs) what was i even saying you've Um, gone through
1: a lot of friendship breakups
0: yes and how like healing is a process like do not think that healing is going to be like an overnight success kind of situation like i am still healing from friendship breakups that have been like years of like not speaking to this person and I'll go mm-hmm. through like some things of like or like urges to like text them and I'm like but I cut it off for a reason and like mm-hmm. just understanding like why I I did what I did and being like I'm fond of the memories and things that we shared at that time in my life but I'm no longer that person and I changed you know so it's mm-hmm. like don't beat yourself up <laughs> if you're still like three years out of a friendship breakup, and you're like, "Oh my gosh!" Like, I want to text this person. That's so bad. It's like, no, you're still healing. There's still something there that mm-hmm. you're holding on to. Yeah, you know,
1: yeah, I can relate to that too. I've got. Um, it wasn't necessarily even a friendship breakup. We just kind of drifted a little bit. Well, mean by a little bit, a lot of it. I my best friend from elementary school through middle school through like high school, and then adulthood, we just kind of like we were really distant in high school and really distant in like our early years of adulthood. And she and I would still absolutely be there if either of us just texted each other and was like, Hey, yo, I'm not okay. Or like, this is going on or I need this or like, you know, we'll still update each other with like the big things every now and then. But it's like going from that really, really close friendship where it's like you talk to each other every day and you do everything together and you know everything about each other to just kind of, we were both really involved in very different activities. The older we got, and then um, like she's married now, and she has two kids now, and we're just in very different places of our life. So it's not. I don't. I mean, I've. I don't think she has any like hurt feelings or any anything. Um, You're just in different stages of it. Yeah, we're just and like I have no no ill feelings towards her or anything like that. It's just like there's distance between us physically and even like text wise or technology wise, there's distance. Um but we'd still be in each other's corner at the end of the day if somebody needed something. So there's different kinds of breakups. Like, like you were saying, there's the kind that you cut off and you're like, Oh no, I ended this for a reason. And then there's the kind where you drift and you're like, Hey, I'm still rooting for you from afar. It's just like, we are not, we're both busy adults at this time and we're just not as close as we used to be. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I definitely have those two. Yeah. I'm, I was just thinking of my very first friendship breakup. Which was for a very interesting reason, looking back on my younger elementary self, I, you know, friends would come over, have play dates and mm-hmm. the situation kind of went like this I was like I want to play house they wanted to play barbies and I was like well we're at my house so I want to play this and they're like well I want to play this or I'm going home and I'm like <laughs> you know what you can go home I'm tired of being friends with you and we were like best friends <laughs> for like three years and I put and I it off oh. and we of course like grew up together then like we so went to the same elementary went to like middle school and high school and mm-hmm. that literally like ended I'm not. Kidding. Oh my gosh, that's crazy! <laughs> yes. So Dang. It's
1: like, I know. I'm. I'm a cutter. <clears throat> offer. I don't know what to say. <laughs> I mean, there's not necessarily anything wrong with that. I feel like there's a toxic side of just like stringing people along or like trying to continue a relationship that you know, like both parties know isn't working anyway. So I don't necessarily think it's a bad thing if one person like has actual balls to cut it off and just cut it off. <laughs>
0: Yeah. And then, like, the drifting apart, too. Like, you don't even realize sometimes that, like, you're drifting because Mm -hmm. it's, like, the years are just going by and, like, you're watching them still on social media and you're like, oh, Mm -hmm. yeah, like, I'm so proud of you. Like, you got this new job or, like, you Mm -hmm. started a new relationship or you moved somewhere. And it's like, Mm -hmm. oh, my gosh, like, I'm so, so proud of that friend. It's just Mm -hmm. now we're not in the same town. And I feel like this happens a lot more in, like, college and high school friendships as, like, mm-hmm. you move to different places and, like, you're no longer, like, with that person every single day or, like, mm-hmm. seeing them more often. I feel like that's how the drifting friendships occur more.
1: Yeah, I think that's more, like, the, the situational friendships or the, like, life phase friendships kind of tend to be the ones that just drift away because, like, I feel like between... High school and college you kind of shift in your friend groups and then college and adult like and not that you're not an adult in college but like into the quote unquote real world your friendships kind of drift or um like job changes a lot of times your friendship shifts if you have like work relationships or work friendships um yeah. so there are different like life things that you go through that your friend groups just kind of change, or if you're involved in an activity and then you're not involved in that activity anymore or just different situations. Um, Yeah.
0: Yeah. And sometimes those situations, you don't know how, like it could be like a toxic work environment, for example, Mm -hmm. and you don't know how bad it really is until you're out of it. And like, you're looking back and you're like reflecting and you're like, wow, yeah, that person actually was not great for me. And like, I, you know, so, and those are situations too. So.
1: Yeah. It's really hard. No matter what the situation is that you go through, it's really hard to go through a friendship breakup. And like we said, it still requires a grief period. And maybe like, I think, we tend to invalidate our own feelings when it comes to the grief period for friendship breakups, because I mean, in some ways I think it's worse than a romantic breakup because you've, you knew each other on a very different level than like in a different way than like a romantic one. And there are d- just different things you have to deal with. Like you've got to reflect on it and be like, did I do something? Like, did I offend this person? Was I not meeting them with what they needed? Cause like in a friendship, we still have needs. We still have love languages in a friendship. So if we're not meeting that, or they're not meeting ours, or if we're bringing, you know, um, unhealed trauma from past friendships or past relationships into a friendship that can still be areas that, um, might need a little bit of work as we go into and develop new friendships. So I don't yeah. think people fully give themselves the credit for like the genuine sadness that you can feel from it.
0: Mm-hmm. Yes. I feel like I myself um, am more heartbreak- heartbroken and like really distraught over the friendship breakups than like an actual relationship breakup because like, like you said, you do invest more of your time and like communicate with them like differently than like a romantic Mm -hmm. relationship in a way. And like friendships, relationships are, they're all connections that you're building and like, um and they're like soul connections, not just like, Oh yeah, I'm networking. No, it's like, if you have like a best friend, it's like, okay, they must be your best friend for a reason,
1: you know? Yeah. 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 It's like you just pick them. Yeah. I know. Like you pick a person and you're like, I like this one. <laughs> yes, and then I you see. start living with, like, you just start lifing with that person. Like, you're like, yep. oh, we can do this or we can do that. Or I'm going to tell you my life story. Like yeah, for whatever reason, you just get the vibe and you're like, yeah, I like this one. I'm going to keep them. <laughs> mm-hmm. And as your friendships develop and you understand like what your
0: like values are and what you're looking for in like a friend, a partner... Um, just somebody to like live life with is really Mm -hmm. what it is. Um, you'll be able to like catch that vibe faster of like, oh wow, I really connect with this person on Mm -hmm. a different level than I would just a random person off the street, you know? Mm -hmm. So, and like they say, what is the saying? It's, um, some friendships are for a reason. Some are for a season, and some are for a lifetime, kind of thing. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Just remember that it will
1: be okay. We're here yeah. for you. We're your friends.
0: Absolutely, if you want us to be
1: friends. We can definitely be friends. Yeah, let's be friends. <laughs> we might be kind of distant friends just because we're very busy, but we try our best. Yeah, um, we're <laughs> the kind of
0: friends that will uh, talk for a long period of time. Or text like right away and then stop for about like Mm. two, three weeks and then we'll (laughs) respond back to you like nothing happened.
1: Yeah, it's true. And we'll probably pick up the conversation that we unintentionally just left hanging. Uh, So sorry to all my friends that are listening and can relate and are like, yeah, you do that to me all the time. I'm I'm sorry. (laughs) Same. Yeah. I, I know I read it. Or maybe I didn't read it and
0: it's still left unread. Yeah. But I'll like, you know, I have like a day that I'll go through my messages and yep. respond back to people and that's when I'm texting faster. So
1: <laughs> Yeah. I've got like a window of time during the day where I'm like super active and super responsive. And then as soon as it's outside of that window, it's like, uh, well, you might hear me hear from me today or tomorrow or next week, or it might be next month. I'm really sorry about that. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah.
0: Yeah. yeah. Well, that's why it works for us. We're, like, both on the same, like, wavelength of, like, oh, sorry, man. I, yeah. was, I was just, you know, lifing. But I'm back. What's up?
1: <laughs> yeah, exactly. Okay, I want to talk about that because there was, um, I heard it from somebody else, but uh, the way it was explained to them was, like, In a friendship or relationship or whatever, you're meeting, you're coming into it at a level and somebody else is coming into it at a level. So say like communication is something that's really important. Well, you might be coming into it at like a six and somebody else might be coming into it at a four. Um, so they're giving all they can give, but what they can give is a four and what you can give is a six. So there's a mismatch already right there. And in that, whether it's friendship, relationship, whatever it is, and whatever facet it is, whether it's communication or like how much time you physically spend together or just anything like that, you have to determine if that mismatch is going to be detrimental to your relationship. Um and maybe it's not, maybe it's something that you can compromise. in. maybe you come in at a six, but you're like, I. it's not really that important that I'm met at a six. I can come down to a five or four, or maybe they can come up to a five. Like maybe if you communicate that, you can. they can come up a little bit and kind of meet in the middle. Maybe they, that can't. And that right there might be a factor to why um, either you don't start that friendship or you can't continue that friendship. And it doesn't mean there's anything wrong with either of you or where you're at. That's just where you're at and you're giving all you can. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We're only human for sure.
0: Mm-hmm. And I, I remember hearing something like that too. And it's like, don't, uh, I'm holding a crystal now. <laughs> I need to think. Justin, her. you continue. <clears throat> okay.
1: Um another really important thing to remember, again, I heard this from someone else, but I've also thought this on I like I recite this to myself or I had there was a period of my life where I basically had to tell myself this all of the time. Um just because I've got abandonment issues and I'm not really sure where it came from because nobody abandoned me <laughs> necessarily, but I've got that. So it is like if someone's going to leave, they're going to leave at the end of the day and there's nothing that we can do about it. So if somebody decides that they don't want to be a part of your life anymore, that is, that's their right and that is their decision and there's nothing you can do about it. It doesn't necessarily mean you did anything wrong. Like They have that right to choose just like we have that right to choose. If you want to leave somebody's life, you can leave someone's life. You we know, don't owe anyone anything. Nobody else owes us anything, like literally no one. So how we show up for others and how others show up for us is 100% an individual choice. Mm-hmm. And
0: I was going to piggyback off of that, of like, you control how you react to those situations.
1: Mm-hmm. You
0: know, it's like, I can't control what somebody else is going to say or do to me in a friendship Mm -hmm. That could cause a friendship breakup. All I can control is how I react to those situations.
1: Mm -hmm. Yeah, and honestly, guys, like some of the deeper friendships, the like the best friendships require a lot of work. Like I we get in fights, like we get in scuffles or we have miscommunications or anything like that, like Destiny and I do. And I think that once you get to that level where you're closer to each other. It is like a romantic relationship. Like, you fight over things. You're like, you didn't text me back. or Like, even though, you, like, Des, you and I don't really do that. But, I mean, that's a thing that happens. You bicker because you care. And you're, you're more bonded. So, like, I don't know. The people you're closer to are the ones that you have disagreements or that kind of thing with because you know them on a deeper level it's not like superficial small talk where what are you going to disagree about you both thought the like one person thought the weather was cold and you thought it was warm and it was like 50 degrees and you disagree like are you going to fight over that no you're not going to fight over that but i don't know i don't even know where it was going with that but like the the closer you are to a person the like more likely it is that you're going to get into little scuffles but you just talk through them
0: yeah it's like he, you and i are like family is where it's yes at. you know it's like non-blood family is how some friendships become and then mm-hmm. jocelyn comes to every single one of the family gatherings
1: literally I mean, guys i go to family holidays <laughs> and birthdays and like retirement <laughs> like you literally went and got coffee with my mom i got <laughs> and coffee with sesame's even- mom <laughs> didn't even know i was just like yeah um i just got a text at like 10 o'clock at night and was like hey can we have coffee and i was like oh yeah sure sounds good when do you want to go <laughs> it's like
0: that level of friendship and i'm like i heard from my mom like oh yeah i'm gonna go get coffee with you like <laughs> Okay, you guys. Have fun. Ben. Like I just didn't see that coming. I was like, "I wonder if she could be possibly talking to Joseph." But it's like, Joseph and I have been friends for years, and we used to live together. And like, I feel like I don't know if we really bicker like that often.
1: Just when feel we get like, hungry,
0: <laughs> we are motivated by food. It is very important to know how to react with certain friends, like. In relationships, friends in relationships. For example, Mr. Snack Guy is Mr. Snack Guy because mm-hmm. he knows that we like snacks.
1: Yeah, he knows that we need to be
0: fed to be happy. <laughs> and it's like what is their love language? What what makes
1: yeah. them happy is food. Very... <laughs> <laughs> so I guess it's a service. I don't know. That which yeah, actually so... isn't my love language, but like if I you know, feed same. me, I'm gonna be pretty happy. <laughs>
0: I'm like, my number one is quality time, but like food could be a part of quality time. So
1: yes. Oh, yes. Like dinner, eating together, coffee together, desserts together. I was just Mm -hmm. talking to somebody else about this. I was like, those are, I I think we were talking about like going out and partying. Yeah, we were talking about partying (laughs) because- (laughs) He was like, I don't even, I don't think I even have the friend group that parties anymore. And I was like, "Uh, I don't party. I hate partying. Like maybe every once in a blue moon, I get a little bit rowdy, but that's very rare. And um, I'd much rather like go on a walk or go on a coffee date or a dinner date or like lunch date, something like that. And not necessarily date, but like friend dates. I would much Mm -hmm. rather something like that than like. Let's get lit.
0: (laughs) Yeah. I, I definitely used to have like a party group and there was like actually a lot of them. And then the ones that I was closest to, like, yeah, we can all go and party together. And there's like 12 of us, but the ones that I was close to at the end of the day, we would be the ones going and getting like, like breakfast the next morning Mm -hmm. or just going to hang out on like a random Tuesday And we're not going to the bars kind of thing. It's like, yeah, those were the ones that I ended up being closer to because it's like we did spend quality time, even though like, yeah, we were all out and Mm -hmm. with a bunch of people, but there's a bunch of other energies, you know, Mm -hmm. all mingled up and like, we don't know how other people are going to react with other people's energies. So at the end of the day,
1: you need to protect your energy as Mm -hmm. well. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. I also think it's important to note that, like, you don't have to make every acquaintance you have into, like, a blood brother friendship. Like, I don't think you should put those expectations on or that pressure on because you can have... You can have friends that you go and party with. You can have friends that are, like, coffee day only. You can have the friends that you go to their house and do something together. You can have the really deep friends that go to family gatherings. Like, you can have friends for different things. You can just go into a friendship having, like, a situational friendship. And if you guys are both pretty understanding of that's what's going on, I think there's nothing wrong with it. So you don't have to feel this pressure to, like you know, if somebody is like a sporting friend or a party friend or whatever, like something a little bit, I don't really want to put this on tears, but like they're an activity friend. You don't necessarily have to be the type of friend that's like, how are you doing? Tell me your life story. You know, like you don't have to be on that level with everybody and you don't have to feel like you have, like, you don't have to feel the pressure to be on that level with everyone either.
0: Yeah. And to piggyback off of that, because I I definitely understand like kind of like categorizing like the friends, Mm -hmm. but not to a point where it's like, I'm going to pick this person to go out with me because they're more of like, they're like a party person. They know how to get the people together. Mm -hmm. For that friend, it starts to feel like you're like the show and tell friend. It's like, here's my shiny object
1: kind of thing Mm, because mm -hmm. I've
0: experienced that before and I've had friends experience like they only ever call me when they need to be picked up for a ride or they only want something from me because I don't go out and party all the time which is fine but it's like to constantly do that to a friend it's like is that a friend
1: like are you
0: treating that friend a friend friendly
1: (laughs) i don't think so i feel like that's way different because that is somebody asking for a service from you repeatedly without it being like an activity that you guys do together do you know what i mean so like if you have a party friend and you guys are party friends like you i feel like they shouldn't be like hey i went out without you and i need a ride now it should be like hey let's go out together who's being the designated driver or are we getting an uber or like what's going on because this is the thing we do together. So I feel like that you and I have talked about that off of the podcast and I feel like that was way more toxic. (laughs) That was, that was very toxic.
0: You shouldn't be, you shouldn't feel like
1: it's show and tell. Like if you're going out and doing something with your friend, like, yes, they should be proud of you and be like hyping you up. There's nothing wrong with that. It's different than like bringing you with just so that you can like establish some sort of like, social level I don't even know how to say that because it makes me so cringy because I'm not the kind of person to do that yeah
0: at the time um I didn't even realize that I was that like the friend group didn't realize what p- roles that we played in this friendship until like later on when we were like wait they do that to you that's not cool And it's like they do that to you why are they doing that to you um and like I Felt like the show and tell friends. So I would have to walk into the party first because I Ugh. knew a lot of people. I was introduced to certain people. I had to always be on. I had to always go somewhere. And if I didn't want to go somewhere or if I was sick, even. It was it turned very toxic. It was like, why are you not going like they would make me feel. Terrible for just like I literally had a cold. And I didn't want to go out that night and to make me feel terrible and to take my things Mm -hmm. and to be toxic enough to be like, oh, well, if you don't go, like, I'm not going to do this. You're not going to like, that's, that's not a friendship. That's when you need to like reevaluate that friendship
1: dig deep sis or brother and cut that off because you don't need, you don't need a leech. You don't need a parasite. There's, if you come into something with a really good energy, there are always going to people that just want to take all of that energy from you. And they're not going to pour any of it back in. Mm -hmm. And those kind of relationships we don't need. And I'm not, again, I'm not saying they're necessarily a bad person. Maybe they are a really bad person, but until we heal, we can all be toxic. So, they haven't healed from something they're going to be toxic to you that does not mean it is your job to heal them absolutely not take it from somebody who had a fixer not a fixer but like this like hero complex for a long time it is not your freaking job to fix somebody else's trauma if you want to be on a relationship level where you guys can talk talk through things with each other that is great but if somebody is coming to you constantly time after time after time just being like fix this problem And then taking none of your advice and then coming back and wanting you to do it all over again, that is, that's just an energy vampire. Yeah. Or that they come for you, come to you for advice. And then when
0: you want advice, they're nowhere to be found. What? Mm -hmm. Excuse you. (laughs) Yeah. And like jumping off of that, like there's the other friend where it could be, you know, They're like trying to become you. And it's like, what? Mm. Those throw me off because I'm like, Mm -hmm. I will introduce you to all of my friends. You can go hang out with them Mm -hmm. without me. Like, I do not care. Like, I will introduce people to each other because I'm like, I feel like you guys would be great friends. Like, Mm -hmm. and if somebody tries to like, you know, become me, I'm like, okay, that's a little weird. I'm not gonna lie. I can't yeah. do
1: that. That's not for me. Yeah, like for somebody else. Props uh, to you. Not for me. No, no. So for lining, like, take it as a compliment because you're cool enough that somebody wants to be you. But also, that is very, that's very unhealthy. That is yeah, very unhealthy. Yeah, there's some movies that you can watch that are kind of like that
0: situation. But throw
1: them out. Can you think of them? Oh, <sighs> because I'm like trying to think of. I I feel like I know what you're talking about, but I don't remember what they are. Um,
0: so kind of like you, if you've seen like, the us yeah. show you, um, Okay, that's, in, that's
1: in like a very extended way of what we are talking
0: about. Yes. Though. That's a very extended way, but like, you can see how the main character, I forget his name, but, um, how he tries to make a persona yeah. that somebody would like yeah. them to be and sometimes copies other people. Yeah. That's one thing. Yeah, um, you can see that's it in the girl a little bit, which that character is also in LOL, but, um, Oh yeah.
1: I how, didn't make that connection.
0: Yes. How Blair <clears throat> Waldorf's like her little followers, mm-hmm. you know, try to be like her in a way mm-hmm. like they're. but that's like also not great to feel like you're having, like, I don't know. I couldn't do that. That's too much responsibility. Like mm-hmm. I, I can't.
1: Like, I want you to be your own unique person. Yeah. <laughs> like, I'm going, <laughs> absolutely. I'm rooting for you to be your own self. Yes. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Um, Any other points, um, like important things that could cause like a friendship breakup or friendships just in general?
1: I feel like we touched a lot on like the things that can cause it, the different situations, some of the different things that we've been through, but I feel like we should talk about ways to help yourself heal after these situations. Yes. Um, One
0: thing that you can do. There are many ways to heal. Um, Write a letter. You can write it to the person. You can write it about the situation, I love to do this. I'll write a letter, getting all of it out. You know, I'm not going to share this with this person like ever. You Mm -hmm. know, I'm going to take that piece of paper out the book or wherever I wrote it and burn it. That's what I do. Because Mm -hmm. just because I wrote it and then I kept it somewhere, no, no, no. You need to release that because you were holding that on and somewhere in your body it's stored. Mm-hmm. You were releasing. You were letting it out. Let it out onto a piece of paper. You can scream off the top of a mountain. You know your scream's yep. not going to come back to you and come sucked right back into you. So yeah. it's like if you're going to write a letter, write it, crumple it up, burn it, rip it up. You know, let it go. get rid of it. Yep, and let it go. The perfect time because it's a full moon, or it was a full moon when you heard this. But full moons are a perfect time to release and let go.
1: Yes, or. <laughs> yeah. Most okay, in most in most situations don't don't send the letter to this person. Um there are times I feel like there are times and situations Um, And I think more frequently it's in the friendships that you just like grew apart from rather than like ended them Mm -hmm. abruptly. But there are times that you can reach out for closure or have a discussion and just be like, hey, um, are we okay? Did something happen? Is there anything I can do? And I think this is a lot of the like the self-reflection stage where you're like, was there anything that I did or I could have done better? Um, And that doesn't mean that you have to take responsibility for everything bad that ever happened in this because again, it's like a relationship. It takes two to tangle, but, um, at least Mm -hmm. be honest with yourself in your part, really reflect on that. And so there are situations I think that you can reach out and just be like, like I said, Hey, are we okay? Did things happen? Was there something, you know, was there something that started this? Was there something that like, I did that offended you that you never told me about? Um, I think that there are those situations, but not always. So like, How do you know if you can reach out? Like I said, if things ended calmly, usually you can have a discussion about this. Um, If you guys always had the relationship where you could talk through things anyways, you can probably have this discussion. If you are willing to take responsibility for the things that you did wrong, you can have this discussion. If you're just going to go at somebody and point fingers at them and be like, why did you do this? Why did you do that? And that's you seeking closure. Do not. like, Do not do That do that. you need to do some healing on your own. You need to do some reflection on your own. So if you're willing to take responsibility, I think that you cannot even approach the situation that way be like, Hey, um, you know, looking back, I I'm really sorry that I did this and this and this, that was wrong. I didn't realize that it would make you feel this way. You're like, take accountability. Just, Mm -hmm. yeah, that's that. And then, um, also take into consideration whether or not you and them are mentally and emotionally healed enough in their journey uh, to take accountability and whether or not they're able to like, hear these things from you. Cause this discussion is hard and it's emotionally charged. So if you or them aren't ready for it, then it's probably not the appropriate time to reach out. And also if they're not ready to take responsibility for their situations, or if they were gaslighting you or manipulating you, And that's why the friendship ended. Don't reach out for closure because you're just going to get more confused and more hurt. Like they're not going to take accountability for anything. Um, Mm -hmm. And they're going to point fingers at you and then make you question yourself. So if it was an unhealthy situation in the first place, that's probably not one that you're actually going to get closure from that person from. So you'll have to work on getting that closure from yourself. Yeah. And I feel like those are the ones... Where you want the closure the
0: most. Yeah, I know. And it's like you're, you're, at the end of the day, however closure you want it to be from that toxic, gaslit environment, friendship, mm-hmm. it's not going to be how you want it to be. So you, it's really going to be the best if you look inward and really try to heal yourself and give yourself that closure that you need. Because exactly. Their closure might be very different from what mm-hmm. you need. And it's like, if trying to talk it out with them, it could be just a lot worse and it could just make it a bigger
1: mess than it was to begin with. Exactly. You know? Exactly. I feel like if you're seeking closure from those kinds of relationships, that, that's, that should be a flag to you that... um that comes from a place of like your own self doubt and your inability to validate your own feelings, because if they were gaslighting you, if they were a really toxic person and you're seeking closure from that, that means you're like, oh, what did I do wrong? And again, there's a difference between healthily reflecting on areas that you can improve just as an individual and thinking everything was your fault or that you weren't good enough. like. If you're like, oh, I don't know why I wasn't good enough for that friendship to work out or, oh, I didn't do this part good. You know, if it's coming from that standpoint, like that's somewhere that you need to heal from. And I think a lot of times when we seek that kind of closure from toxic relationships, it comes from some sort of you that needs healing. Um, So we want you to be able to have the... to be in a healed enough place that you can give yourself the validation where you can start to heal from those relationships without involving any insight from the other person yeah yeah and i feel like kind of jumping back to like
0: the letter thing like if you do feel like ready to communicate with this person in any friendship in any friendship breakup not just the toxic one make sure you're not angry and all upset. Like you mm-hmm. calm yourself, like bring yourself to center and be like, okay, what do I actually want to communicate to this person? Because mm-hmm. coming at them hot ain't going to do anything. That's <clears throat> no. just not gonna, you're you're not in the state of mind that you'd be able to communicate clearly mm-hmm. about a situation that happened. And it could have been a bad yep. Really bad situation. Mm-hmm. Um, so, like, to I feel like in any level of a friendship breakup, healing is definitely very important and mm-hmm. taking that space away from that person if it's like blocking them, um, just like if you need to unfollow them, like you know, or mm-hmm. put them on mute on socials, um, but giving you space from that person to really reflect and heal and take time to understand and see what happened because Uh in the moment you might see red and you don't know what happened. And then like looking back and like letting what happened, like kind of come to the surface. And like, there's other ways to do this. There's like journaling, Uh there's like going to yoga and meditation, letting those emotions come up now you'll be able to be like, okay, this is kind of what happened. Like my body, your body mm-hmm. remembers what happened. Yeah. Okay. Like your brain might not always remember, but your body knows.
1: Yeah. Just okay. making sure you're like really processing through before you approach the situation. Cause the way you approach the conversation is really important Mm -hmm. Like, you don't, you guys don't want to be coming at this from, like, if you are the attacker, the other person's going to come out of it defensive and you're not going to get anywhere. It's not going to be a productive conversation. So like Des said, just making sure you're not angry going into this, um, Mm -hmm. do some processing on your own and the healing on your own first.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I think that's going to be the best closure you could ever have Mm -hmm. is the closure that you needed from yourself.
1: So mm-hmm. Yeah. So it's yes. a painful process. Any friendship breakup, any romantic relationship breakup, anything, like any situation where somebody who was once an important part of your life isn't in your life in the same capacity anymore is going to be painful. So just allow yourself the time to grieve it. Um, whether you grieve it like you would, you know, a romantic breakup or the loss of a loved one, however you grieve is completely valid, but just let yourself grieve it
0: yes yeah and you know we're saying to like do this all alone but like you don't have to do it alone like if no. you do have a support system this is the time to really like be with those who support and love you and care about you mm-hmm. every day all the way till the end of time kind of thing like mm-hmm. those are the people that you should be around in those times yeah. where you really got hit with it
1: you know mm-hmm. so yeah really lean into your support system when you need to Mm -hmm. mm-hmm mm-hmm yes
0: where your support system if you need it
1: yeah (laughs) we support you through our podcast Yes. (laughs) as best we can as best we can yes
0: um so uh, I've healed I'm
1: ready to make some new friends now what um uh, You can, I mean, seek new friend groups, but obviously proceed with caution. You don't have to blindly give your trust to everyone. And I think this is an individual preference too. Like some people give all of their trust and you lose their trust. And some people, you have to earn their trust from the very beginning. So know which person you are in that situation and then just proceed with caution. Um, Remember that you don't owe anyone anything. You don't owe anyone your time and they don't owe you their time either.
0: -hmm. Uh, Yeah, and when you're looking, I I I hate to say the word looking for friendships because the the genuine friendships that come are the ones that you least expect. But mm -hmm. at the end of the day, for preparations of any new connections and friendships, always know like what your qualities that you're seeking, like what qualities am I looking for in a friend, like what intentions. Mm -hmm am I looking for from this friendship? Am I am I wanting to be excited and happy when I'm around this person? Like you don't want to feel drained at, mm-hmm. at the end of it. And like, Oh my gosh, like I have no energy after being around that person. It's like, well, that's not mm-hmm. a great intention or quality you're looking for in a friend, you yeah. know, just be aware of who you are and through healing, you'll be able to really take a look at that and mm-hmm. know, yeah.
1: you know, Like, do we have the same morals? Do we have the same goals? Are we both, like, self-sufficient and driven? Like, are there things that we're working on? Um, Mm -hmm. I feel like driven is a really big thing that connects or disconnects people. Like, if somebody's working on a business that they're starting, you might connect with other people that are starting their own business because you're working through these things together. So Mm -hmm. just
0: like-mindedness. like Like, Like, Mm -hmm. a lot of people are starting businesses and entrepreneurs and like passionate, passionate about things. But Mm -hmm. to be able to know, are we passionate about things in the same way? If that Mm -hmm. makes sense. It's like, I could be passionate about, I'm going to say starting a clothing line, Mm -hmm. but this person's passionate about, um, like I.T., i'm like yeah technically they're not like you know the same um mm-hmm. uh, but it's like mutual passions but yeah. drive drive is very important being a driven person for us especially we mm-hmm. we want to be able to know that like if you say you're going to do something and then you do it we're like oh yeah i didn't even have to worry about it it's once yeah. i got worried about it that i'm like oh that's not great for me i'm like Mm -hmm. dang bro you said you're gonna do
1: some. (laughs) (laughs) as you're looking at me as I've like not uploaded the third (laughs) outline yet sorry love you sorry
0: (laughs) no I've you and I are like very close and we've been friends for a long time and I can like sense when I'm like I bet Jocelyn needs some time and Mm -hmm. hence why we're recording this on a different day than we essentially (laughs) needed to (laughs) Um, which is fun because I was like I feel like Jocelyn needs more time. I need more time. I'm just going to put out in the universe. And that works out. Yeah. Great. But if it's, like, a new friendship that you're trying to form and you're, like, hey, I want you, like, like let's meet at this time and mm-hmm. say they end up, like, blowing you off. It's, like, well, that yeah. was not according to plan. Yeah. As or if it's a pattern. Myself. Yeah, Yeah, a pattern.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. yeah. And I also, on that point of, like, If somebody upsets you about what they did, I know it's like, I don't know. For me, I'd reach out to this person personally and away from the group and then talk to that person. I would Mm -hmm. not sit there and bash them and shame them and be all upset in front of all the other people. That yeah. I find is very disrespectful. Yeah.
1: Just make sure that from experience. Yeah. Make sure that you're being the friend that you would want to have. Like yes. It's yeah. the golden rule. We can go all the way back to kindergarten and be like, treat other people the way you want to be treated.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. And like I and if it really upset you, like we
1: understand, but pull me aside, you know? Yeah. Like <laughs> Like, tell them yeah. it appropriately, like in an appropriate situation, have the conversation.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Yes. Yeah. Because then all
0: those other people just got involved,
1: you know? Yeah. It could have just been you and I,
0: and now look what happened. Nope. Got the whole town in on it.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Don't need that.
0: Don't need that. Don't need that. No, no, no. Yes. And what you say matters. Your words matter. Like, if you're going to say something you know, make sure it's not something that is going to be harmful.
1: Yeah. Be kind. (laughs) Be
0: kind. That's all we ask. Be (laughs) kind. Make friends, watch movies, eat popcorn. I think I'm hungry anyway.
1: (laughs) Yeah. I'm also hungry. Okay. But I feel like we ended that really heavy. So like, let's just do like, I don't know, something lighthearted. Like what's your favorite? Okay. What's your favorite thing to do with like new friends? Favorite thing to do with new friends
0: is get coffee because I feel like one, you get to find out what their go-to coffee drink is or mm-hmm. tea or whatever they're drinking that doesn't require getting lit. And then if you see them or you're going to go meet with them, say you're going for a walk, you can mm-hmm. go and pick up coffees already knowing. I yes. feel like that's a great yes, like first like date friendship yeah, being able to like, sit and just chat I feel like you just learn a lot more about people when you're like oh yeah I'm a people watcher or like what are you doing you know I'm, mm-hmm. I'm a people watcher yeah. so here I'm we are. a watcher yes
1: <laughs> yes what about you uh probably coffee as well yeah for new friends but I'm also such an active skating. person well no I don't take anyone roller skating actually <laughs> I go by myself when I do that I'm kind of weird I don't know. There are certain activities that I just like don't like having people with because it's like my like alone time, my like mm. golden alone time. So I don't really have people with, but I like doing activities like I like going for walks with people. I'm always like, Do you want to go get coffee? Do you wanna go get a walk? Go for a walk. That's about it. I feel like those are the new new <laughs> things. Because like you said, you can talk more, you can get to know each other a little bit, but it's like mm-hmm. a public situation where there's not pressure. I feel like it's again, it's kind of like dates, like there's a lot of pressure actually mm-hmm. tangent, but I hate dates. I hate, I hate <laughs> dates, which is great. Single girl hating dates. Um, but like going to get supper is stressful to me. I'm like, oh, we're sitting and eating and there's forced conversation and that's just um, stressful to me. Or like, yeah, I <laughs> I'm weird. I but yes, like- <laughs> we'll just leave it at coffee. <laughs> that was a really long way of me saying I agreed to the coffee. <laughs> I feel like for
0: dates for you, you'd want it to be an activity <clears throat> if it had to be a yeah. date. Like if it was like, okay, we're going to go on some hike. You know? I feel like <laughs> that wouldn't be too bad for you.
1: Or like, hey, um... <laughs> <laughs> so <laughs> if any of you are listening and you secretly want to take me on a date, don't take me to supper. <laughs> maybe lunch you know
0: uh, like lunch I don't is need... last pressure yeah. yeah breakfast is too much because then you're like either like still coming down from your protein shake or whatever you just drink <laughs> at the gym and you're like shaken you know my pre-workout <laughs> yeah your yes. pre-workout oh my gosh yeah um, lunch would probably be the best for Jocelyn um <laughs> and make sure it's like a casual place like don't take her to
1: some like Oh, do not take me to fancy place. Please don't take no. me to fancy place. I'm like... <laughs> I am, like, everything against what somebody might have told you to do. Like, oh, take her on a fancy date or take her to do this or take her to do that. I'm, like, Mm-mm. like the less pressure, the better. Like, I do not want to see how fancy you can be. I don't want to see, like, none of that stuff matters to me. I'm, like, can we have a good conversation? Are you emotionally sensitive? Are you emotionally available? <laughs> yeah, I feel mm-hmm. like anything that will get
0: Jocelyn... I love how this turned from, like, friendship breakups <laughs> like, to um. How this date is Jocelyn? how... You can date Jocelyn. You know, you're going to want to take her to, like, the apple orchard or pumpkin patch, but they have to have games. There's got to be some kind of adventure to it because, like, if she can't, like, throw some apples at something, like, that's not going to be good. Axe throwing is really off the table. She's tried it.
1: You know, it gets competitive. No, Excuse me to take me axe throw I'd be like, yeah. And then I'd be a nervous wreck about it. But anyways, that's that's a whole different story It was right? very competitive with me. <laughs> um <laughs> and we went axe
0: throw and you were like, it, I can't no, get this.
1: It wasn't competitive. It was just taking out all my frustrations. And at the time I was very frustrated. <laughs> true. And so very it just true. came I came off a little bit more aggressive than I needed to. If you have a dog,
0: go to the dog park. That might be a good one because then you yeah. get to bring Letty. Um or if like
1: if you invite me to something that I can take my dog to, <laughs> winner winner chicken dinner. You're already a step ahead in my book. <laughs> mm-hmm.
0: And it's got to be like a patio situation. Like if you're trying to take her to the bars, one, what are you doing? For one, <laughs> yeah, you two, don't know me at all. <laughs> like, two, there better be like some kind of outdoor patio situation, especially. Yeah. so
1: if you you try to take me out for drinks i'm gonna look at you and be like you know nothing about me and i'm gonna say (laughs) no
0: (laughs) anyway that's how you can try to date jocelyn since she's single (laughs) Um,
1: now that we now that we very uncomfortably and i'm like blushing this is uncomfortable i am embarrassed you guys (laughs) she likes plants Anyways, I am single and I don't know that I am available. <laughs> no I am one, available.
0: Optimist, when I do like, become no.
1: when I do become available, I won't let you know, but these are the ways that you can <laughs> I'm
0: sorry, hardcore
1: laughing. Hardcore. Anyways. Anyways. Alright, well, <laughs> I hope that you guys can heal from whatever friendship breakup you went through. And I hope that you can get a good chuckle out of the last five minutes of this episode.
0: And I really hope that you're able to
1: manifest and seek
0: better friends and find a friendship like Jocelyn and I's where you can literally switch subjects just like that. Oh, yep, Just embarrass
1: each other on a public platform together.
0: <laughs> I mean, I'm taking With good intentions. So. Yeah.
1: I, I, that's why I wasn't giving any dating advice for you. You're very happily taken. So <laughs> Yeah, maybe like
0: uh, married marriage advice. Just kidding. Somebody did ask oh, if we we're married. And I was uh, like, um Danny. No. <laughs> 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 I know. Yeah. We'll see what happens, guys. What I, I feel like. Now remember. it's gonna be like, should we like schedule a like a what is it? Like a countdown, <laughs>
1: you know? Mm-hmm.
0: Just kidding. We do not need to do that. No. Nah. But nah. he does not listen to the podcast, so we could all secretly oh. be like plotting, <laughs> and like I could start taking
1: photos of my hands, guys. Should I, do this? <laughs> I feel like no, no, no. Every day on our story, you should just be like another day, <laughs> another with, day, like, another dollar, <laughs> another day, another dollar, and no to his <laughs> <the> engagement ring. <laughs> another day, another empty hand. It's like getting coffee. <laughs> just like, just <laughs> random. <laughs> well, okay. okay. Anyway. Well. <laughs> thank you guys for listening. We hope that you uh, grow through what you go through and heal from all of the things. And we hope that you can um, start new friendships that are fulfilling and fun. And yeah. Yes. Yes. We love you. Thank you so much for listening. We'll catch you on the
0: next episode. We love Love you. Love you. Bye. (laughs) Thank you so much again for listening to our podcast. If you like what you're hearing, please support us by following, subscribing, or even leaving a review. We love and appreciate each and every one of you sending good vibes, love, and light. See you next time. Love you. Bye.